0: Give glory and honor to God for granting us this opportunity to share with you. This is Adventist already. The voice of hope. Welcome, my dear listener, to this promising session of the New Life Program. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahange. Mm-hmm. Pastor Kigundu Ndege is on standby with the Family Life segment today. He'll be talking about who has an affair and why. Pastor Prosinanga will also be joining us during the Bible session to talk about fear. Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. It is now time for the family of segment. Join me as I welcome Pastor Nanga. Be blessed.
1: We want to welcome you to our special program The Abundant Life which is based on John 10 verse 10 where Jesus said I have come that they may have life and have it to the full and I believe that this abundant life also extends to our family life The topic today is who has affairs and why? Dear listener, there are some basic questions that most people have about affairs one question is who has affairs second question is why do people have affairs third question how prevalent are affairs so who has affairs you see we tend to think that only bad people have affairs and only people in bad relationships have affairs but dear listen i want to tell you no one is immune from an affair Monogamy is something most people say they believe in and they want for themselves. Actually, every survey ever done on this question shows a high percentage of people think monogamy is important to marriage and that affairs are wrong. But I believe in monogamy as an ideal doesn't prevent large numbers of people from having extramarital affairs. Most people don't intend to have an affair, and most people don't think it will happen to them but unfortunately it does so the bottom line dear listener is that no one is immune from having affairs they happen to all kinds of people in all walks of life so now the second question i want us to look at is why do people have affairs the first question most people ask when they learn of their partner's affair is why again the why questions And the answers they come up with are usually based on personal blame they blame themselves they blame their partner they blame their relationship or the third party they see it strictly as a personal problem a personal failure of the people involved this unfortunately is a very simple explanation for a very complex question Usually, dear listener, there are three different kinds of forces that are working together, driving people towards affairs. First ones are forces within the individual that pull them towards affairs. Forces within the individual that push them towards affairs and their societal factors. Forces within the individual that pull them towards their affairs, these include attraction. No, for sex, uh, companionship, uh, admiration and power. There is a concept of novelty, something new, excitement, uh, risk uh, cha- or challenge. There is curiosity or enhanced self-image or falling in love. And the forces within the individual that push them towards their affairs are desire to escape or find relief from a painful relationship. Well, there is the issue of boredom where the marriage goes in the rat. There is the desire to fill gaps in an existing relationship. There is the desire to punish one's partner. There is the need to prove one's attractiveness or worth. And there is the desire for attention. What about uh, societal factors? You see, affairs are glamorized in movies, uh, soap operas, romance novels, and TV shows of all kinds. Public disclosure of public figures having affairs is headline news because we are fascinated and titillated by hearing of others' affairs. You see, people are bombarded with images of women as sex objects in advertising and marketing campaigns. Over and over, the message to men is that the good life includes a parade of sexy women in their lives. Women, unfortunately, buy into this image and strive to achieve it. You see, the lack of good sex education and the existence of sexual taboos combine to make it difficult for most partners to talk honestly about sex. As teenagers, we get conditioned in deception when it comes to sex, engaging in sexual activities while hiding it from our parents. The code of secrecy is a major factor in affairs because it provides protection for the person having affairs and leads them to believe they wouldn't get caught so dear listener the bottom line is this there is no single one reason a person has an affair there are usually many reasons including those of the forces that pull them towards affairs some of the forces that push them towards affairs combined with the influence of the general factors in society that contribute to affairs so The last question I want us to look at today, dear listener, is how prevalent are affairs? Conservative estimates are that 60% of men and 40% of women will have an extramarital affair. These figures are even more significant when we consider the total number of marriages involved, since it's unlikely that all the men and women having affairs happen to be married to each other. Even if half of the women having affairs, or that is 20%, are married to men not included in the 60% having affairs, then at least one partner will have an affair in approximately 80% of all marriages. Studies dealing exclusively with men indicate a continuous increase in the number of men having extramarital affairs the increase for women having affairs has been even more significant and while there are slight differences in the estimates based on clinical studies and questionnaires the bottom line is compelling in showing an extremely high and unfortunately rising incident of extramarital affairs so why does it help to know about the prevalence of premarital affairs You see, for the person who knows that their spouse has had an affair and is still trying to understand why, acknowledging the prevalence of affairs in our society can help them put it in a more realistic perspective. Understanding just how many others face the same situation, regardless of who they are or who they are married to can help break the sense of being so alone, so isolated or singled out for this experience. This knowledge can help overcome the feeling of why me. People who have not yet faced this issue, either in their own lives or with their friends or family, would do well to start with a realistic picture of the frequency of affairs in society as a whole. It's not that the sheer frequency means it will happen to any specific person, but it does say a lot about the kind of support to expect from society for remaining monogamous versus having affairs. We need to make a commitment to face the reality of affairs and address the issues in a more responsible way, both individually and as a society. Dear listener, this is the bottom line. Most of us expected monogamy to be a normal part of marriage or any committed relationship. Unfortunately, the reality is that monogamy is not the norm. Our fallen human nature pulls us away from monogamy, which is God's ideal for us. On our own, dear listener, we cannot make it, but like Paul said, we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Dear listener, as we conclude this broadcast, may we trust and depend on God's grace to enable us to be faithful to our spouses as long as we are married, is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: We appreciate those who have given us their thoughts concerning this program. We are here just for you. For those who've never communicated to us, you can start today by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, Code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I'm gonna make That you've been looking forward to the Bible segment Join me as I welcome Pastor Prussi Nana.
2: fear series we talked about the most elusive of the cardinal virtues which is nothing else other than hope we saw that when a believer acts with hope god reacts by affirming that hope with reality we learned about hope that is beyond calvary tears to a hope in the coming of god our topic for today is fear the world is sick with fear afraid of losing a person who means most in the world the world is afraid of a particular illness Perhaps it may be cancer, AIDS, abortion, a death of a friend, fear of poverty, fear of business, and even fear for the future. Is there some crush you are living in fear of? I meet people suffering from all forms of fear. This may be your fears as well. The samis had his fears of going out of his mind and being handed back to his enemies in the land of his birth. You may be afraid of messing up your whole life through some foolish action or ignorance and even drag others down in their failure. This may haunt many today. Fear of never fear to shake off the grief of some sin. We find forgiveness and peace of mind. We feel helpless and even victim of circumstances. What is your fear? To many, the deepest fear of all is the unknown future what kind of future to behold there is an urgent message which is a from god to you and god is looking at us for he has come down for us he says in john chapter 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world whoever believes in him may not perish but have eternal life god was in christ reconciling the world unto himself christ has come to seek and save that which was lost the fearful the broken hearted he came to give Assurances. He can do that which we cannot do. We have to trust, therefore, in Jesus Christ. Trust yourself to him to be your savior. His perfect love will cast out fear, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the power of love. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, he delivers from all the powers of fear. Jesus calls out all who labor and all who are heavy laden, and he says that I will give you rest. Those who are laboring under the doubt of fear all that who are laboring could you bring all your doubts and fears to jesus christ for he is ready to take and receive you we may have little faith but let us place this little faith in the great savior faith Comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 tells me so. The more you read the Bible and the more you trust in Jesus, He never goes back on His word. He will never break a promise. The more we trust in Him, the more trustworthy we see Him, then we put all our trust and confidence in Him. To be the more natural it is for us to put our trust in Him. Don't panic. God is in control and is still on the throne. He is the supreme exercising his sovereignty over all the affairs of the nation science is only discovering what he has uncovered He has gotten the whole world in his hands, and he is working out his own purpose. One day, I believe, history will be wound out by its creator. But this is not the end for a believer. For he says, let your hearts not be troubled. In my father's house are many Martians. So I would have told you if I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, you may also be. He has a precious plan and perfect provision for each and every one of us whatever the days between may belong will you not put your unknown faith in his hands who knows exactly what will happen in the future he will make you what you ought to be he will heal you and he will heal all your troubled mind and will set you free from the grips of sin and will guide you day by day through this troubled world bring him all your sorrows bring him all your fears bring him all your heartache and bring him all your tears come and tell him plainly just how you feel jesus will pardon and jesus will heal jesus will comfort you
0: It has been nice having your company. In case you have any views, comments, or questions about the show, kindly write to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Until next time, I have been your host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Moange.